Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365 day number 16. Uh, today I want to talk about injuries and uh, what they can what they can do and what you can do in dealing with those injuries while you've got them. I think um, firstly I wanted to say uh, a few days ago I was talking about uh, what I eat and yesterday I posted on Instagram uh, the, and Facebook the some little videos about what I eat for the whole day posting as I was uh, as I was eating them pretty much and uh, thanks for everybody's feedback uh, it's good to see people are watching and listening and uh, people were quite amazed at how much I eat and wondering where I put it so that was uh, that was a bit of fun uh, injuries one of the uh, let's talk about an elite athlete. When an elite athlete gets injured, that's like such a difficult time for them because they elite athletes are in such a routine with what they do uh, from their eating, their training, their sleeping, everything. So when they are injured, one of the first things that um, they normally have to do is stop what they're doing or they have to move from a, a training program into a rehabilitation program and uh, the, the hardest part is their mind because they know that their uh, their mind wants to go and do all this um, you know whether it's it's playing a sport whether it's competing in a uh, in an athletic event or something like that um, but they know that their bodies can't do it um, and that that's really hard so uh what happens often to athletes is that they go into this state of depression because um, they can no longer do what they know that their their mind and body is capable of. They're just not allowed to do it right now um, so that they can heal, so that they can once again then then redo it. Uh, so the, it's the power of the mind. Um, our mind controls everything around our, our health and fitness and so many other aspects in our life. What I wanted to talk about is my specific experience with injury and uh, how, I've, how I've tackled it. So just by way of background, uh, so about 30 years I've been training and the type of training that I've been doing has, um, I started out by doing resistance style training, so powerlifting type training. Um, so for those of you that don't know what powerlifting is, um, there's three basic lifts that you do. So one's a bench press, which is lying flat on your back, lifting a bar um, down to your chest, touch your chest and take it back up again. Um, there's a squat with a barbell behind uh, on your shoulders and you have to squat down below the parallel, stand back up with it again. And then there's a deadlift, which is basically lifting a bar off the ground uh, and stand up with it and then pop it back down on the ground again. Um, so... Um, they're, the, they're the three big moves. So from an early age, I was, well, an early age, from the day one of my training um, when I was 20, uh, that's what I was doing. And then other exercises as well to, my build, to build my body. But for 30 years, I've concentrated on building all my programs around bench press, deadlifts and squats. They're always in it every week. So, uh, you know, I've done you know, well over 10,000 repetitions in all of those exercises and they say you need to do about 10,000 reps to become an expert. Uh, so I know what I'm doing with them. Um, 
but from time to time it's just the the nature of uh, lifting weights that you're going to get some aches and pains and uh, I know the difference as most people do between a good pain and a bad pain there's that muscle soreness that uh, you know delayed DOMS it's called delayed onset of muscle soreness which comes um, a day after the training or sometimes on the day depending on how intense it's been the day after and then two days after it's much worse so um, and then it starts to dissipate after that that's that muscle soreness um, the bad soreness is like in a joint or something that just doesn't feel right or it's just not it's not repairing um, as quickly as you thought it would um, and uh, I've had some issues with my shoulder so um, your shoulder, if you put your arm up to touch your shoulder where your, um, uh, the, your arm goes into the, um, the shoulder socket, um, at the front there, um, that's called your anterior deltoid. So from time to time I've had injuries where, uh, you know, I've overstrained that region, whether it's um, through a, an extra heavy bench press or shoulder press or something like that. And um, then just through stretching and, you know, backing things off, a bit of massage from time to time, and that's healed. Um, For the past, oh, I will say, I'm guessing here, but let's say five years, uh, I have um, had this ongoing pain in my right shoulder. Now, I'm right side dominant, um, so that means that I'm using my right arm a lot more uh, for doing daily functional things, but it's probably... Um, you know, doing more of the work when I'm lifting a weight as well. And uh, it just wasn't getting better and I was kind of living with it. And um, as years went by, it wasn't really getting any better. About 18 months ago, I set myself um, some goals of increasing my powerlifting moves. Now, because I injured my back oh, probably four or five years ago, maybe longer, uh, lifting my eldest daughter uh, into a bike seat, uh, my back hasn't been quite right since then. It can be strong, but I have to manage it really carefully. So I can't load up my shoulders and do a deep squat like I used to. So I do leg press instead, which supports my my spine. Um, I do, and so I was doing bench press. I had some goals for that, and I had some goals for the deadlift. Now I reached um, my goals for the the um, leg press and for the deadlift. And my bench press, I was like five kilos off where I wanted to, which was 100 kilos uh, lift for me, which was uh, quite a good lift for me. And uh, the uh, the pain was just getting getting worse. And I thought, well, I'm going to have to have a drink of water here. Just excuse me for a second. I've got a scratchy throat. Um, I thought it was time to, um, to go and get some help about it. Uh, so I went to um, uh, Jen, my physio, and uh, we went on a course of physio exercises to help me uh, improve it. And we made a little bit of progress, but not a lot of progress. So from there, we then went to have a an ultrasound of the shoulder. And um, the guy that was doing the ultrasound, he said, oh, it looks like there's a um, some tendinosis in there, not tendinitis, but tendinosis, which is like the the thinning of the tendon, and uh, but no tears or anything like that, which was important. Uh, so um, good on the one hand that there was no tears, 
uh, which meant no surgery. Uh, but on the other side, I thought um, thinning of the tendon is not a good thing. And what that means is that if it tears, well, sorry, it won't thicken up again. It will get to the point where it will just tear. Um, so I'm thinking, man, I can never do heavy bench press again. Um, I'm going to have to always be careful. Otherwise, it's going to, um, you know, it's going to rupture and that'll then end my training um, the way that I want to do it. So that was that was not a good thing. We kept going with the, the rehab and um, for, this happened over weeks, probably months in the end. And I said to Jeff, we had the discussion, I said, look, it's just not getting any better. And in fact, I think it's getting a little bit worse because during that time, what I had to do was I had to lay off the upper body work. So no bench press, no upper body work. And I was finding that um, the muscles around the shoulder joint were getting a little bit weaker and the pain was becoming more prominent because they were supporting the shoulder before and now they're not. So um, from there, I went to, um, Jen referred me to the sports doctor. So I went to the sports doctor. He found that the pain, he said, yeah, it's right here. He said, yeah, I know exactly what it is. Um, He gave me a couple of courses of... Um, as strong anti-inflammatories, so um, so by capsule, I oh, will tablet. Sorry, um, one was an a strong anti-inflammatory, and the other one was phenergan, which also had an anti-inflammatory uh, response. Now, I had to take the. I found this out by um, <laughs> trial and error, I guess. The phenergan just made me really sleepy, so I had to make sure I took that at night, which I wasn't doing initially um the other impact that the um the other anti-inflammatory had on me was that it had a dramatic impact on my appetite like um, increased my appetite out of this world it was crazy Um, i just i just could not uh fill myself it was it was ridiculous um so i was on that for a period of time and um, that with the rehab, continued doing that, but no training of the upper body, didn't get any better. Went back after a couple of weeks, it was no better. And he was a bit surprised by that. So he said, okay, we're going to do a, um, a cortisone injection. So he spent me, sent me to, the, um, to Olympic Park Medical um, Centre in there, an amazing facility in there. Talk about brilliant customer service as well. Um, so what they do with that is they do an ultrasound of the um, of the birth uh, as what they were looking for, and the, so that they can inject the cortisone directly into the bursa. Now the bursa is like a um, um, what could I say? Imagine it's the the shoulder, the ball of the shoulder joint that the shoulder moves around, and so they injected it straight into there. And that lasts about 12 weeks and it takes four weeks from memory to take full effect. And um, I had that and nothing for a couple of weeks, but then um, in four weeks' time, oh, it was brilliant. Um, I was in no pain. So for the first time in years, I was in zero pain in my shoulder. Um, So during that time, I had to continue doing the rehab exercises, continue doing that. Um, a few weeks later, the pain was probably worse than it was before. 
Um, again, I think because I was no longer working the shoulder muscles, chest muscles, so the shoulder wasn't as supported. So I went back to him again. He said, right, we need to do an MRI. Um, so I had the MRI. Um, and when I got those results back, he sent me to the surgeon whose name was Matthew Evans, no relative that I'm aware of. And um, I went to see him. He looked at the MRI. He ever looked at the MRI, an MRI or um, an X-ray or something like that? And you really don't know what you're looking at. And this guy was brilliant. He like he specialises in I think knees and shoulders and stuff. And um, he's flicking the the scans up there's I don't know about eight of them onto the screen that lights up and it's going one after the other like bang 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 as quick as that and he got to the one and bang and said okay right there as quick as that and um, I was doing this behind from behind his desk and he was telling me my eyesight's not that great I said look can I come over there and have a look he said yeah sure come around uh, so he explained it and what it was um, there's a, it's called an osteophyte, which is like a, a bony spur that sticks out of the, the bone uh, in my shoulder. And if you can imagine your arm lifting up over your head and up and back down, up, push up, back down, um, that little bony spur was rubbing across my bursa um, each time uh, I was doing, uh, raising my arm up and up and down. And he said that, um, uh, he believed it needed surgery to go in there and shave that off and that would make the difference. And he said, look, 80% of times uh, you'll get back to um, better than normal, well, basically normal, normal than before pain. Um, you get back to that stage. And he's, I said, so what's, what's the, are the options? You know, not having the, not having the surgery obviously what's the risk of that versus having the surgery and he said i'll be confident you get back to 100 percent, no problem and i said okay i mean you're very much in the hands of these guys and he's i said okay he booked me in for surgery in six days time i mean i guess you know people talk about private health cover and whether you should have it or not i mean i've um, worked with clients that have been on waiting lists for 18 months i've waited six days and that was really only because um, um, that was his first time in his schedule that was, he was available. So I went in for the surgery and I have to say, I've never stayed overnight in a hospital before. And man, I would do it again in this place. It was the Avenue Hospital in, um, what's the suburb? Um, I was going to say Pran, it's not Pran. Windsor, I think. And oh, they treated me like royalty. What was funny was they, um, well, my name was Evans. Now, I don't think, know whether they thought I was related to Cadell Evans or something like that. But the whole stay there, everyone thought I was an athlete. Um, now, I guess I, you could say I'm an athlete. I'm just not a competitive athlete. But I, I just went along with it because I was getting pretty good treatment. <laughs> and um, anyway, had the surgery and... Um, when the surgeon came back to, to see me, so I'm all, you know, you're, you're bandaged up, you're, in, you're under a fair bit of painkillers. Um, I didn't know until I was reading the preparation stuff for the, um, for the surgery that it said the, a shoulder surgery is one of the most painful surgeries you can have. And I thought, oh, man, I didn't know that. 
but I was actually pretty good. I, I didn't suffer that much um, in terms of pain. Um, they gave me, oh, what's the, I'm thinking of the hard stuff, Endone. Um, they kept saying to me, now the pain's going to come, the pain's going to come. And I was waiting for it and they kind of scared me into it. So before I went to sleep that night, they gave me an Endone tablet and I wasn't in pain at that time. They said, look, it's going to come, so I want you to take it now so you can sleep. So sleeping in a hospital is pretty ordinary, especially in a shared room. They're coming in and out, checking my blood pressure, waking me up all the time. Um, about 3 a.m. that morning, I woke up, I buzzed them and asked for some pain relief only because I felt it a little bit and they'd spooked me so much. So I thought, man, this must be it. It's about to come. So I had another tablet and that was the only, I only took two endone tablets the whole time. I just wasn't in that much pain. I think I took one Panadine Fort when I came home the next day and that was it. Um, so I looked after the shoulder. Now, when, um, when I saw the surgeon, uh, he, uh, I don't think it was till that, he came in, he was really happy with it. Uh, and he said, um, you know, come see me in a week in his, um, I was going to say studio, in his doctor's suite. Uh, so I did that. And what was great then was he had actual photos of the injury. So he had uh, on his tools, he had a tiny little camera that goes in. It's just keyhole surgery, three holes. And he could see and he took images of it. It's fascinating. The tendon is perfectly healthy. He showed me a picture of the bursa. Now, if you imagine the bursa is supposed to be white and mine was pink. He showed me the before and after photo and he cleaned it all up. And he said what was happening was, and this is the only reason I knew about the, the bursa being inflamed, was he said every time I lifted my arm up uh, and down again, he said that little osteophyte was rubbing up and down against um, your bursa. So I was in constant pain. So no amount of physio or anything like that was ever going to help it because I had this physical impingement. So what he did was, he said, there was so little gap in there. He said, my little tool, and you can see a photo of it. He said, my tool's five millimeters wide. He said, I could just get my tool in there. And amazing stuff. I mean, they put this little tool in there. It's like an electric shaver and it shaved off the bone. He showed me the before and after and there's a big gap in there now. So he said, I'll never have that problem again. Now, um, up to this point, I probably didn't train my chest or my shoulder, upper body really at all, for about 12 to 18 months. Now, I lost so much muscle size through my, my lats, which are like your wings under your arms, uh, my, my, all my shoulders, my biceps, my triceps, my chest, crazy amount of uh, muscle loss and size in my body and um, so after the surgery I had a number of really simple uh, little um, stretches and exercises to do I did them religiously three times a day I did um, um, when I got to the stage I could then go back to um, Jen um, my physio they set me up with a, a program and I just sort of moved forward from there and it's only just on a, a year now. And I, so I had the surgery in July 
and 2017, I my goal was to get back to doing bench press in um, December of last year. And um, so I was injured for a long period of time and still couldn't um, still couldn't exercise my upper body. Now people said to me. Uh, oh, what if you can never, you know, you don't get back to where you are? And I said, but I will get back to where I am. But yeah, what if you, if you don't? I said, but I will. But what if you can't do those things? And I said, it's not a question for me. I am going to do it because I know that I can do it. And I had faith in um, the surgeon. I had faith in Jen. And I just knew how determined I was to get back to where I was. Um. My my belief was that because for so many years I had built um, so much muscle around the shoulder, it helped stabilise it and strengthen it. Because I'd now lost so much muscle around there, my feeling was that, well, those muscles are no longer supporting it, so of course the shoulder's aching a little bit more. Now, as I started to slowly reintroduce those um, exercises into my program, guess what? Things started to get better. In fact, I remember the day that Jen um, said to me, okay, it's time to now start doing some of these exercises for your shoulder with weights. That next week, that's the least pain I'd been in in a long time because I'd felt that um, certainly I'd already started to strengthen the areas around the shoulder. And then I just progressively went further and further from, uh, from there. Now, um, now we are well. Coming back to December, um, I got back. My goal was to do a forty kilo bench press by um, the end of the year, which uh, I did, and um, that feeling was amazing. Now, where it is, my shoulder is at right now. So a year later, um, I still do some exercises for it. Nothing like what I used to for the rehab but I still do some 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 to maintain it I've had some issues with my left one I don't know whether I have exactly the same thing on the left side but right now um, Jen doesn't believe it's got the exactly the same sign so we're doing some um, some same sort of exercises for that one to strengthen it and um, uh, just last week actually I did the heaviest bench press I've done in a while and, uh, you know, my shoulders are getting stronger and I'm starting to rebuild that muscle again, which is really important for me and my mindset and the look that I'm after. Uh, so um, I, I guess when you have surgery like that, you have to be patient. You've got to do the work. So many people will, um, you know, be in pain, go to somewhere like a physio and expect that they're then going to be okay after a couple of sessions. Where most of the the work happens is when you are at home. Um, it's not when you go and see the person. It's the homework that you're doing away from um, away from the, the physio. You've got to put in the work consistently, uh, normally three times a week, sometimes three times a day, uh, to make sure that um, you're strengthening the muscles, tendons, whatever it is, to help improve the injury. Now, um, I guess what got me through was just a never die attitude that, you know, it doesn't matter what 
has happened, I know that I can get through it. And one of the things I must say that really spurred me on was Roger Federer. Uh, so Roger, I'm sure you know who Roger is, um, famous tennis player, made, won the most Grand Slams in the world. He was playing, I don't know the year exactly, I think it was in 2017. He was um, playing with his kids and something happened and he twisted his knee and he needed knee surgery and he had to have, I think, over six months off tennis. Now, he came back in January, I think it was like his one of his first tournaments um, in 2018, and he won the Australian Open Grand Slam. And I thought, you know what? He's, um, he's one of the older people on the circuit. Um, I think he's a, an awesome... Uh, role model for any anybody um, and he came from not having played for six months having a belief in himself obviously he's um he's had surgery with probably the best people in the world to fix his knee he's then obviously had to do his rehab and he's come back to not only perform at the you know to play well but to perform the best in the world and win a grand slam and I thought you know what I don't want to compete to be the best in the world at doing a bench press or something I just want to get back into you know my training so that I can lift reasonable weights and be happy and rebuild my body if Roger can do it I can do it Uh, so every day I was focused 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 on it Um, now what's the point of all of this well it's multi-leveled um, but I guess your mindset is so powerful. But also, if I had have just stopped at an ultrasound and known that I had tendinosis and I need to just lay lay off things because I'm never going to be able to lift heavy again, I would have stopped and I would have limited what it was that I was possible, you know, was possible to do. Now, um, I went to Jen and we've established a really, you know, great friendship and working relationship. We refer, you know, bunches of clients between us. Um, But I had this belief in her. She's so passionate about what she does and I was basically putting my life in her hands and she progressed me with each each stage. So rehab wasn't working, Uh, ultrasound, um, rehab still wasn't working sports doctor still wasn't working with the medication cortisone still wasn't working mri um then um referral to surgeon surgery bang rehab now i'm okay it's taken a 12 12 months to do that and the bursa uh, matthew evans told me that it takes um, 12 months to recover but it's so worth it i mean what what is six months or 12 months in your in the scheme of your life, if you can get back to your complete functionality, I think that's that's what's exciting. So I think you know my advice is that you know if you get an injury, um, you know it's important to get the you know the right advice, um, and you've got to do your work. So I refer everybody to to Jen, um, and because I trust, I've trusted her with my body. I trust her with anyone else, and she doesn't over service. Um, you know, you, you see the right people. Um, you have to have some faith in 
um, you know, the surgeons and so forth, if that's where you have to get to. But you need to do the work. I mean, 90% of people just don't do their homework so they don't get better or they, they wait till the pain stops and they think, oh, yeah, I'm okay now and then it might flare up again. That's not really resolving it properly. You've got to work hard, um, you know, hard at your rehab so that you can recover. Um, so... You know, all is not lost if you have an injury. I work with lots of, I don't actually, I don't think I work with one client that doesn't have an injury. Maybe some younger uh, people like in their, you know, late teens, early 20s that do a bit of PT with me um, that don't have any injuries and they're athletes. Uh, but the majority of people have injuries um, and all is not lost. There's always a way or we work with what you can do rather than what you can't do. Uh, so I think that's what's exciting. Um, and I'm just thinking now, what's the homework that I can, I can give you? Well, homework today, maybe have a think about what are those, have you got any niggles or aches or pains that you've been putting off that you think, oh, well, yeah, look, I'm, I need to, to do something about that. Uh, but, um, I haven't. Um, maybe it's now time to, to go and look at it. Now, if you live local uh, to me and you want a, a good physio, then just get in contact with us. Go to um, studiospt.com.au, fill out a consultation request form or a contact us form, put in your details there and we can get in touch with you and put you in contact with Jen or the, you know, the right people near you. And um, maybe it's time to to step things up and, uh, you know, really take control of your health and uh, take care of those injuries as well. All right. Well, that's it for today. Tomorrow, um, up nice and early and we are off to Brisbane and uh, where we're going to come live from uh, my mum's wedding gown exhibition, which I will uh, explain a little bit tomorrow. All right. So wherever you are, today. Have a great rest of the evening. It's evening here. It's about 10 o'clock at night. Um, have a great evening, great morning, great afternoon, whatever it is that you're doing. Go check out those injuries and start working to improve them right now. Okay, bye for now.